This is it, episode number 237 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're recording here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm the host, Justin Severson. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. My guest today uh, has been with me on this podcast two times. I don't think I'm missing... I don't think I'm leaving any out. Last time was, uh, I wrote it down here. It was uh, August of 2015, so we're going on like a year and a half here. Wow, okay. Phil Hanley is here. Hey, thanks for having me. Phil, What? Uh, where, where have you been the last year and a half? I haven't seen you. Wow, I've been a lot of places. First off, I'd just like to point out, it's called No Laugh Track. Yeah. But you're one of the easiest laughs in the business. So <laughs> you are the laugh track. Um, <laughs> but, but I, okay, that, yeah. that, that's a good That's point. a compliment. That's like... It's so um, key if you're taught, like if you, the trick I feel like to talking to a comedian to get them like going, just like an audience, like mm-hmm. if an audience is hot, the comic just gets, you know, better. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yeah, you, if, if someone's like uh, interviewing you, say if you do like radio or something like that, and the guy's just not like into it or whatever, the interview's not going to be great. But uh, yeah, you you have uh, you have good enthusiasm. I think it brings the best out in people. Thank thank you. I will, will we will cut that out and use that as a promo. For, uh, <laughs> but uh, I I appreciate that, and uh, I will say that like the whole reason I named it No Laugh Track, uh-huh. and I've and this has been uh, reinforced just in the last week because uh, I called it that just because I don't like watching things and being told when the funny is happening. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know? Yeah. Do they do that? I don't, like, do, like, if, like, a sitcom that's out, is that, is, I feel like laugh tracks, like, is, does that still happen? They still exist yeah. in some shows. Yeah. Not many. A lot of them have dropped it. But the reason why it's fresh in my mind once again is because my wife, have once again gone back to watching Friends oh. before we go to bed. Oh, is that not a studio audience? Yeah, I, I if it is, they they all laugh. They have synchronized laughing, oh, and okay. it drives me nuts. The other night she had it on, and I like was trying. I was reading something, and uh-huh. I was, so I wasn't really paying attention. But the only thing that got my attention was every you know five to ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. Yeah, because Seinfeld—that's a live studio audience, right? And right, it was, you don't yeah. notice that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is distracting. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't watch Friends. Oh yeah, you know what? I, I like. I remember watching it before, but uh, yeah, sometimes like I'll have like a friend who's like, yeah, I'm like binging, binge watching Friends or whatever. But I haven't, I haven't done that. I guess I should do that just because it's like a, you know, a historical classic sitcom, but. Yeah, I mean, I can say that because I probably over the years have actually uh, somehow seen every episode. Yeah, so yeah, enough is enough. Yeah, I think there's 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 some episodes that, that I, yeah I haven't seen. How uh, how was it's Valentine's week? You worked yeah. Valentine's Day at the club. Yeah, it was great. So good. The crowd was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is such a treat. Uh, yeah, this club is so fun. It, it is a treat. Were there, uh, did you call out like the groups of guys in the front couple of rows? Like, where are your dates, fellas? Uh, no, there was, there was, uh, I mean, did... not that they can't be on dates, but nope. uh, you know, if it's a group, I'm gonna guess yeah. they're not. No, there wasn't a group. There was a group of, uh, I think it was like, like four single friends, like co ed, like men and women. And, uh, they were single, but they, they seemed to be quite, uh, pumped about it. So okay. there was, but everyone else, uh, were couples. And then last night, uh, the day after Valentine's, um, was uh, also uh, mostly couples. Okay. Yeah, but they've been fun. The shows have been great. 
I had to work Tuesday night, so I, we didn't get to, my wife and I didn't get to do like, you know, go, we're going to go out to Valentine's dinner. Yeah. We did it the night before. Oh, cool. Okay. A, went to an Italian restaurant that we like. That sounds fancy. It's not fancy. It's like $10, you know, plates of food. Uh-huh. Um, Monday night, dead. Nobody was out oh, Monday really? night. No. Okay. None. None whatsoever. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. La, tu, here, Tuesday night, because normally, you know, Tuesday night uh, at any club is not like the busiest night or whatever, but it was packed out. People were ready to rock. Yeah. I heard the, uh, the I saw an ad that the, the dining room here was already sold out. Yeah. 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 We broke a lot of records that <laughs> night. Broke a lot of records. Attendance records. Yeah. <laughs> How about laugh records? Uh, laugh records. Yeah. Broke those. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, uh, as I said, I listened, or I don't think I said that in the recording here, but uh, I did listen back to the last time you were on the show. The oh, last okay. 24 hours. So I want to get a couple of updates on oh. things that we discussed. And I never answered where I was either in the last year and a half. Oh. <laughs> that, <laughs> I would have been shocked if you started going, well, let's see. Uh, September. September. Let's start September 1st, 2015. Yeah, that's blurry. I was, blurry. In, uh, I was that blurry. Yeah. Um, no. So I want some updates here. Um, back then, let's see. You were, we were just like two months ahead or just a few months ahead of your half hour debuting oh, on really? Comedy Central. Oh, okay. You had already you know, filmed it. Yeah. It's funny. I had to, ju- I just uh, rewatched part of it uh, yesterday because I had to send, uh, I had to do some real thing, and I had to send, like, clips of different um, stand-up stuff. Uh, and I, I couldn't remember when it was. So that was – it was on in the fall November. of 2015. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I couldn't re- – I remember it was kind of cold in New York, but yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that – so November. Okay. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Time's flying, man. Yeah, yeah. So I recorded it. It would be, like, two years ago uh, in June, I believe, or July. Yeah. I saw in my vast research, I saw that you had like a listening or a viewing party when it debuted. Yep, I did. There was a, a club in uh, New York. We, uh, myself and uh, some of my friends watched it. Yeah. It how was, it how was, was that watching it with your buddies? It was good. It was good. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's like nerve wracking to watch yourself. Like I, when I do, if I do a TV thing, I, I, I uh, but it was fun because I had, I remember my first, the first time I did Craig Ferguson uh and it'd be like you know years ago now but uh <clears throat> i remember like that's like a huge deal your first tv thing and yeah. from canada and it was like my first american tv thing i guess i'd done some things in canada and i remember i like watched it by myself in uh like plattsburgh pennsylvania or something like that <laughs> and it was just after a, a naca like a, a naca showcase thing and i remember like okay. watching it by myself and uh, yeah, I felt like okay, wow, this is uh, this is show business. But um, <laughs> and I took the bus. That's what I, remember, I dreamed of watching I it by myself. I took the bus home, uh, and the bus was in that uh, is it Allenstown? Where there's like a Billy Joel song about it. Allentown. Yeah, I remember I took a bus from there to New York, and I got some like crazy ear infection from the bus, and oh, had no. like vertigo the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that you brought up Alan, the Billy Joel song Alan. Yeah, I remember I, I downloaded, I listened to it a bunch of times in this a weird parking lot, waiting for a, a bus. When I was a freshman in college, my uh, 
buddy. We I lived in a room with two of my friends, and only one of us really took control of the stereo. Uh-huh. And my buddy had a cassette copy of Billy Joel's Greatest Hits. Nice. And played that thing so many fucking times yeah. that like I got to the point where I finally was like, dude, enough. Now I know the words to Allentown. <laughs> and two months ago, I'd never even heard yeah. that song before. It's got that great choo-choo in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Allentown. Yeah. See, Billy Joel, like, I don't own Billy Joel, but, uh, you know, I've been known to, if I'm in a, uh, like, a rental car or whatever, and a little Billy, a little uh, BJ comes on, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could live with, a, like, a diehard Billy Joel fan. No, no. With uh-uh. a cassette tape. No. No. Uh, after that tape, I think he went to, remember Crash Test Dummies? Uh, the old, yeah, of course. Oh, they're the Canadian. Yeah, the Canadian. Yeah. yeah, I saw them. Uh, they're from Guelph, Ontario, which is like a, a college town where my sister uh, went to uh, school. And uh, yeah, I can have like it just that you brought it up. I remember, I uh, remember them. And they were like a local band. It was weird because I don't know if that really happens now, but there was them and the Barenaked Ladies were like these like local Canadian bands that like blew up in the states. Like uh, Crash Test Dummies had a they were. Um, they they got big, right? Didn't they do like they a? Had, they had the one big hit that was on the charts and everything. That they had, but I think they did like a song that was on like a soundtrack for like a superhero movie or something. Yes, like Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And they were big, and then I don't know, I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> no, I don't know. They didn't. I don't think they had the longe- longevity of like uh, Rush or another awesome Canadian band. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm. Uh, yeah, please don't put them on the same level as Rush. I love Rush. Me too. Yeah, I love Rush. Do you? We. It, uh, yeah, I've yet to meet a, a woman in my life that doesn't uh, complain if I put Rush on. But uh, <laughs> it's Getty Lee's voice. They'd... Yeah, I don't understand. I don't either. Rush is so great, and then and you watch the documentary about Rush. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. Uh, what is it called? Beyond the oh. Lighted Stage. Or... Yeah, yeah, yep. Because from the lyrics, yeah. Um, and you're like, wow, that's so beautiful. These like wholesome dudes. Yeah. Uh. And, uh, yeah, they were just, this is like wholesome, awesome Canadian, uh, boys that, that, uh, yeah, took the world by storm. They're, they're awesome. I, um, are you, so you still living in New York? Yes. You are. All right. How was that going? It's great. I love it. I love it so much. I love, um, doing stand up in, uh, New York city is the best. It's so good. Yeah. I know that, uh, you, you work the comedy cellar a lot, I do. right? Pop yeah. in there and do yeah. the- yeah, I'm there. That's uh, yeah, that's like the best part of um, of working in New York. Yeah, what's in what's what's the length of a set for you at the Comedy Cellar? Uh, length of the set is uh, it's generally fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah, does anybody get more than fifteen minutes uh, at a place like, like that? Bit like if like the you know the big guys if they come in and they're working on something like if like Chris Rock is there he would do a, you know a longer set or uh, Louis would do a longer set. Um, Are you in there nights when that happens? Oh yeah, yeah, because they, they, you know, they come in there, you know, all the time. Like Kevin Hart was just there this week, and and, and they would do, but the, everyone's, um, uh, no one does like an hour and a half or whatever. Right. But you, you know, they would do, they they would, you know, if they're working on something, they would do a little extra time. Do you? Uh, I've been there. It's been probably ten years now, but I assume it's hasn't changed that much but do you stick around like when you got your 15 minutes somebody a few people before you a few people after do you watch them uh i yeah there are definitely people that i watch like uh david tell i watch 
the hours of sleep that I've lost because I'm like, I do my set and I'm like, oh, okay, a tell's not on for like an hour and a half. And then, you know, you end up having a drink or like chatting with somebody for like 20 minutes and you're like, oh, a tell's on in 50 minutes. All right, whatever. I'm just going to okay. hang out yeah. and, uh, and watch a tell or whatever. But uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like if, uh, if you're a comic and you get to watch Louie work out or, you know, Chris Rock work out or Kevin Hart, like if you get to watch one of these guys work out, it's, it's, uh, it's you know it's great. You should take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh totally. Yeah. And I love you know obviously I love watching comedy. So yeah. There that movie that obviously has not done very well because I haven't heard anything about it in the last two weeks. The comedian, the De Niro uh-huh. thing. That was some of that was filmed at the cellar, yeah, right? Yeah. Were uh, you yeah. around for any of that uh, when you yeah, was in there? I saw. Yeah, I saw that. I had some friends that were in it. Uh, my friend Ryan Hamilton, who was here at the club. Um, he's in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. They do. Uh, they do a part. I did. Yeah, he's here in like two. Yeah, he's here yeah. next week. Oh, is it next yeah, week? Yeah, he's, he's next week. Yeah, but, next um, week. Holy cow! Yeah, they filmed part of it at the uh, at the cellar. Uh, Jessica Kirsten, who's like a super super funny comedian, uh, was in it, and also like uh, I guess like you know gave like um, De Niro advice and stuff like that. De Niro's like giving her like a bunch of like kind of shout outs on you know when he's doing press for. Her oh, whatever. really? Yeah. Oh, cool. But I, excuse me, I haven't seen the you movie. Seen I, I would like to see it because part of it's like shot there and stuff like that. I don't, it's so weird. I, I don't know. Um, I never know when I feel like when I lived in Vancouver, I would know, Oh, this movie's coming out on this date or whatever. But, uh, in New York, there's just so much going down. Uh, you really miss things, you know? I don't know. Like, it's like, say if a band came when I lived in Vancouver, you would know, like, a band you like it. It came. Yeah, yeah. New York, it kind of just, like, blows past it's you. Too much going So I didn't on. even know that. Or I guess I knew the movie came out. But, um, yeah, I would like to see it just because, uh, yeah, I would. I read the reviews. Oh, okay. Not so good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I was really excited to go. Oh. Now that you're telling me Ryan Hamilton's in it, now I feel like he, I, Yeah, Ryan I, Hamilton's in it. Uh, Shang Wang. I, I went the night. Where they filmed, uh, they like film like you know people kind of doing stand up. I think De Niro's like on the show or something. And uh, yeah, I mean it was it was awesome to see you know De Niro like work and uh, Leslie yeah. Man and yeah, it was really cool. Uh huh. You didn't get to slide him a joke. Uh, no, we we didn't uh, we didn't chat. No. <laughs> you know, I want to go back to uh, I'm looking at my the notes I made here. I want to go back to uh, the your half hour just a couple. And because this is, goes back to the conversation we had at the last podcast when you were talking about the recording and you were saying, we got on the topic of, wor- I think I called you out, uh, teasing you about uh, pronunciation of words. Oh, right. Process. Process. Uh, yeah, process and process. And you were describing on the podcast here about how you like flubbed it and just kept going back and forth. And, yeah. And then you said, they'll probably leave that out. Yeah. But there was a bit of that left yeah, in. Yeah, I think they left it in. Uh, yeah, they didn't leave it in to the extent. I forgot about that. But yeah, I, I went back. I, I Yeah, I don't know why. But uh, I had, I'm, I'm better with, I think part of it, and we just talked about me, um, um, part of, uh, that, that I'm dyslexic. I think we discussed that last time. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I said Valentine's my whole life. It's Valentine's, right? But there are certain words that I just don't. And I think, oh, okay. Normally, people would just pick up on it, but I just I have trouble associating a letter with the sound or whatever. I should have picked up on that every other human was saying it differently, but I never <laughs> did. So, like, even I, I consciously will say Valentine's, and I was here and I said Happy Valentine. I was conscious, but just. Um, Last week, yeah, uh, numerous comedians made fun of me when I talked about it at the the cellar table and called it Valentine's. But uh, yeah, certain words I, I struggle with. 
So the little nuances between Canadian and American, I really don't notice until someone points it out. Like mm. I'll be like auditioning for something or something like that. And I mean, obviously like sorry and sorry were like obvious ones, mm-hmm. but yeah, like process and process. I lived in the States for years and didn't realize I said it differently or um, things. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing I want to uh, bring up about the um, your half hour is I just want to compliment you. The letter that you read at the end that, oh, that whole uh, yeah. that bit yeah. when you brought the woman up from the audience uh-huh. fantastic oh thank you very much yeah thanks that that's uh, nerve wracking I've done that on TV twice and it's nerve wracking because you're performing and it's just a wild get like obviously some and it's a lot of pressure to put on an audience member obviously that's what I was going to ask about yeah but some some people uh, are great and some people aren't as good at it and. Um, I've done it so many times I can work with, you know, I can read read um uh, how the girl's going to do it right away and I know, you know, how to play it or whatever. Yeah. But um yeah, the girl was great. <laughs> she was really good. Yeah. Yeah, she was really good. She was really <laughs> nice good. Nice pause and she had good like good perfect timing like looking up at you with the reaction. Yeah, she really yeah, good. she really nailed it. She nailed it. <laughs> I love it. Did you uh have you recorded an album in the last? You know what? I recorded an album in the fall uh, in Vancouver, and uh, I'm in the process or process of, uh, of uh, yeah, editing. I should be done, but then other other things have come up or whatever. But I'll hopefully maybe I'll finish it this weekend. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I mean, and then I just got to give notes to uh, the guy who's producing it, and then he he's an uh, awesome guy named Kevy in Vancouver, and he's very patient because uh, I should have got back to him a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, he contacted me and told me to bring it up. Oh really? Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. Could you nudge Phil when you see him this week? We really want to get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I should. <laughs> I should do that. You did it in, in uh, back home. Yes, I did. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of that? Uh, the club is called the Comedy Mix. Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. I think you mentioned that last time. You got a title for this thing that's going to eventually come out? Uh, I think it's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm batting around a couple titles, but yeah, I'll let, I'll definitely you'll be the first to know when right. I, uh, so, when I confirm. Sounds good. I saw on uh, uh, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, you following hockey this year? Uh, I went. I took my nephew to a Canucks game when I was home in January. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, I I don't no I don't really uh, I'd love to go to a Rangers game in New York, but uh, no I, I haven't really I've heard they're good though I heard that the Wild are good. But when you go so uh, no one you go about, let's say you go home like you did uh, Vancouver yeah you don't you no one calls you out for like not keeping up with your hockey knowledge. <sighs> I don't think I strike someone. I don't think I strike people as someone who's going to have their finger on the pulse of hockey. Although I was like a fan when I was a kid, but I just don't. Um, yeah, I don't know how people have time. I think I, I don't have the time management skills to like keep up on sports and also function. Yeah, uh, other life things. Did you get together to watch the Super Bowl anywhere? Uh, yeah, I watched Super Bowl at the Comedy Cellar in oh. between sets. Yeah. Oh, well, right on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was exciting. That's some good multitasking. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was a fun night. And it was fun to perform. Uh, I did a few shows that night, and it was fun to perform to, to like, a uh, section of the New World that were not concerned with the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it was a lot of Europeans. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You got to think. Like, who, who, who goes out to a comedy show that night? Die hard. Very comedy die fans. hard. Uh-huh. Very, very diehard. You got a good crowd there on nights like that. Um, that. That's awesome. You 
you stopped doing the We Know Nothing podcast, correct? That's correct. What yeah, happened? We did. Uh, I forget. I I was. I think it finally ended. I did a movie last year. I did a, uh, and it took like six weeks. We shot for like six weeks. We shot a month in Colombia, like in South America, and Whoa. we did uh, two weeks in Toronto. And it's called Sundowners, and it's going to come out very soon. And um, it was great. It was such a fun experience. Um, but uh, I think that was the final thing. I, I was away a lot, and I was on the road a lot and stuff like that. And we just uh, we stopped doing it. But I have a new podcast. We have a couple in the can. Let's hear about it. And we're going to put it out. It's called uh, Keeping Joe. And it's with uh, Joe Mackey and Sam Morell, two oh. of my, my dear uh, comedian friends. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the theme is uh, Joe was hesitant to do the podcast. He didn't want to do it. And uh, Sam and I talked him into doing it. So every episode, we're just trying to keep him involved. So every episode <laughs> ends and we ask Joe if he's going to come back. And so far, we have a few in the can and they're really funny. And we have great guests. Uh, Amy Schumer did one. Uh, Artie Lang did one. Oh. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, Rachel Feinstein did one. Um, nice. Yeah, so it's going to be cool. It's going to be very cool, and it's funny. And uh, I don't know how well you know Sam, but he's a great comic, and he, he runs wild. Yeah. he's. Uh, I follow him on uh, – I don't think I've ever seen him perform live. Follow him on Twitter. I, I've heard him he's on great. the podcast. His are amazing. Yeah. Um, so, and we did, we know nothing at the end. Right. We did it together. Yep. And uh, we have allowed him to have a soundboard. Oh, like a like a morning radio show. Kind of, but he does all the yeah. It's is it's, there a fart? It's sound pretty effects? outrageous. Uh, no, but I, if you do interview him, please don't bring that up because that would I, I wouldn't want that. But uh, he he'd probably be uh, into that. But yeah, no. So it's it's a fun it's a fun podcast, and and Joe Mackey's great too, obviously. Yeah, what? and also uh, Liz, who is uh, one of the managers, uh, or uh, she is the manager at the Comedy Cellar. She's on the podcast too. And uh, she's a good friend and uh, brings a really good element because she's, uh, I was saying that I don't have time to watch sports. She's like super organized and, and, uh, and, and really funny, but um, she's, uh, she's, she's different, uh, different personality than, than uh, us three. Okay. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So it should be good. It should be out very soon. All right. Yeah. Right on. I saw it's, you hang out with some like. When you're at the Comedy Cellar, there's some big names. I Michael Che is he one of your buddies? Uh yeah, Che's a yeah, Che's a good friend. Yeah, really. Yeah, he's yeah he Michael Che took us uh, on Christmas. Uh, he took us um, Sam and Rachel and I. Uh, he he had uh, tickets and we we saw the Knicks. Sam is a like huge Knicks fan. Okay, and I hadn't been to a basketball game since I was a kid. And uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, Che's a super funny dude. Yeah. Have you watched his uh, special? Yes, I did, yeah. I have, too. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I love explaining, at least from my perspective, trying to explain his uh, matters. All we're asking for is matters. <laughs> Come on, what's below that? Yeah. Black lives matter. They just matter. That's all we want, <laughs> just to matter. Yeah, so yeah, he's good. A, yeah, he's a funny dude. So good. Do you get... Uh, the, he's on, like, the hottest TV show right now. Like, no one's talking about... Uh, you know, I, I can't remember the last time people talked about SNL. Yeah, SNL is killing right it. Yeah, does and it come the, up when you're what, buddies with a guy that's on the show, or do you just avoid that? Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we talk. I mean, we talk about. It. I, I, I don't. Um, more if, if if you're. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it, and I, I have friends that are on like the Daily Show and stuff like that. You'd say how his work or whatever. Uh, but um, that show, 
like the right, like the like the obviously weekend weekend update is great, mm-hmm. and uh, the like the openings have been killer. Yep. But then the sketches have been great too. Uh, 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 yeah, it's been uh, it's it's a really uh, it's a really good season. Yeah, yeah. What? Contrary to the president says that it's not <laughs> it's not doing well rating wise, but it's uh, it's killing it. It's like the best ratings and. Whatever I forget, I read it this week. Yeah, no, I, it, it amazes me like how much people are talking about it. It's it's pretty cool because it's a because I I approve of the uh, <laughs> of their stance. So uh, it's been very enjoyable. Yeah, the <laughs> openings. Uh, uh, what's the name of the press secretary? John Spicer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, last week was just outrageous. It was so fun to watch. <laughs> when <laughs> she is so great. It's, I, I have a uh, I do a painting job during the day right now as my full time gig and uh, except for today I did a few hours this morning anyway guy I work with on Monday he goes uh, he's like uh, oh my god do you do you see that uh, did you see that the the guy that did um, Sean Spicer looks just like Molly I'm like Victor that is Molly uh, no it's not that's not Molly that's Molly oh man that, she uh, also SNL like has like the best like makeup and like wardrobe and uh she looks so outrageous i'm like where's her hair it's how so... are they hiding it so well and i just picture him like watching himself like it's so funny <laughs> right yeah when she was like she's like wearing pumps uh-huh. plugging uh ivanka or whatever that it's the daughter's pretty stuff. crazy that the, the president of the country reacts to television shows specifically that one it is pretty wild uh it's wild that um, that it's even on his radar. Yeah, or like I mean, okay, so it's one thing to re- like if you uh, heard that the president's like feelings were hurt because like someone did a parody of him or whatever, you'd be like, oh wow, that's crazy. That yeah, that it's that it's a concern. Yeah, but that he would then go out and vocalize it is really uh, yeah. I mean, I've certainly have you know people have their feelings hurt in day to day life and. Yeah. You, you might say to your girlfriend or your, you know, whoever you're close to, be like, "Oh man, I was kind of, kind of feel weird. That was kind of a blow." Sure. But to uh, look into a television camera and be like, "I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is that. That is, um, yeah, I don't know if that's if has that happened again. Like, American politics are are you know somewhat new to me. I mean, I would follow them when I lived in Canada, but I, you know, obviously I wasn't as invested, mm-hmm. and obviously they weren't as entertaining as the or, um, right. What is the word? Salacious. Salacious. It's a good word. Yeah. Uh, as they are now. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, it's really something. Did you? Uh, here's a good Canadian tie-in for you. Did you see the handshake with uh, Trudeau? Your guy Justin Trudeau. You know, I think that was on a travel day, and uh, I think I saw like still photos. Why? What? What went down? Well, I'm a big fan of the John Oliver uh, last week tonight. Oh my goodness. So that uh, episode uh, this week was just killer. Yeah. So, okay, you saw it. They did the segment about Trump's handshakes. About how- oh, maybe I saw last week then. I didn't see the Trump handshake thing. Oh, well, he and they did a whole uh, medley of the videos of him shaking hands. Uh-huh. He doesn't just put his hand out. He does this thing where he'll grab the person and pull them in. Oh, really? Like in this crazy power move. Instead of, you know, like an up and down normal handshake, yeah. uh-huh. he yanks the person towards him. And, really? Uh, yeah. And that was on Sunday on Last Week Tonight. Then the next day he meets with, uh, you know, the Canadian Prime Minister, right? Yeah, Trudeau. Yeah, and Trudeau did the freaking 
the cock block, basically. Like, he was about to, uh, Trump was going in for this, you know, aggressive handshake, and uh-huh. Trudeau put his hand out on Trump's shoulder, like, nope. Really? And held him back. Wow. Yeah. Straight out like a Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. So you should be very proud, sir. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> he played strong defense. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, check that out. I didn't know Trump had a technique. Yeah, I have. Sometimes you do shake hands uh, with somebody, and you sense that they tried to do something. Like they they saw some weird body language <laughs> seminar where they're like, if you get your hand on top, you know what I mean, where you shake someone's hand and they like try to like. Flip it so your hands vertical and their hands on. Like, yeah, oh. I'm like, is there some weird subliminal yeah. thing? Did he, did did he some just alpha dog me? Weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Or I remember there was a guy. He just peed on me. That's what he was doing. He was yeah. just peeing on me. I, 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 yeah. I'm just like, oh Jesus, really? <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember there was a guy. He would like do. He would like stick his finger down your wrist. Like he'd shake your hand and stick his. Oh, finger. like a kind of like a yeah. I don't know what it was. It felt. I felt violated. Yeah. I felt dirty. But think- yeah. Yeah, I know. I can. I, yeah, I know. it's weird. I, but maybe it's just a. Maybe people just have like a weird tendency to do. But I, I feel like some. I feel like I'm sure there's some. Uh, like whatever. What's that famous book? How to like meet, make friends, and influence people. But I'm sure like those books from like whenever you know. I'm sure there's somewhere a book that there's like a chapter on like you know the first step to negotiation is when you meet the person and some weird. Alpha, yeah. Well, that was kind of the yeah, that was kind of the joke they were making on last week tonight. Is like, well, clearly this guy read some executive, you know, how to how to shake like a power executive. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yank him in. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's a YouTube video on uh, (laughs) how to. Yeah, how to like you know. I would be so turned off if I. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) But you know. at least he's not like, uh, or actually, that'd be more entertaining if he was like one of those, you know, like an athlete where they got like the whole choreographed, yeah, you know, slap, slap, up, down, yeah, maybe get a knee or an elbow involved, yeah, yeah. Uh, LeBron James actually was at the cellar uh, a few weeks ago, what, or two weeks ago, two Fridays ago. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, I noticed he did a very impressive handshake, elaborate. Yeah, it was elaborate. It was yeah, it was it was cool to watch. He was there just hanging out? Uh, yeah, he was there. Yeah, I think he was there. You like watched the show. Yeah. And was he it was, an like, Amy Schumer out. night? No, it was. Uh, he was there uh, to see with Kevin Hart. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And they and he did. I think it was. Uh, I think I could be wrong, but I th- like there was like a you know a table of people, and I think maybe it was the night before. Uh, Cleveland played the Knicks, but um, I think there was another. Uh, he had another teammate there, and okay. uh, yeah, they had a really uh, cool handshake. <laughs> nice. I want to. You, you, uh, you kind of skimmed over that uh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a fun experience. It was a fun experience. You got to say more than it was a fun experience. Uh, the guy, the Tim guy, Heide- Heide- Heidecker's in it. Right? Yeah, Tim Heidecker was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played my boss, okay. and um, the guy that did it. Is uh, uh, has become a good friend and, and uh, someone that uh, I will uh, collaborate with in the future. Okay. Uh, named, uh, Pavin Mundi. Okay. And he's a super talented dude. But uh, he contacted me maybe like three years ago. He saw I did a, a wasn't my first. I did a I did Craig Ferguson again. He saw the set and just emailed me on my uh, website and said, "Hey, I'm writing this movie. You'd be perfect for like the lead guy or whatever." 
And I was like, okay, cool. Like, yep. I, I think that was my, uh, like, again, I'm dyslexic, so I'm not, you know, if I'm, excuse me, get an email from a someone that I don't know, I, obviously I want to be friendly and I appreciate any interest, but um, I'm not going to, you know, get into a huge thing. So I was like, okay, cool. That's great. Thanks for thinking of me or whatever. Yeah. And then like six months would pass and he'd be like, hey, yeah, the script's really coming along. Just want to touch base. And then he um, would uh, be like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. We should grab a drink or whatever. So we met a couple times and then I hadn't heard from him maybe like six months had passed. And then uh, last December, he like, you know, 14 months ago, whatever, he uh, reached out and he's like, yeah, like funding is coming together and it looks like we're going to, you know, do it in March or whatever. Maybe it was like last November or something. So, uh, yeah, it was like kind of like back and forth if it's going to happen, if it's going to happen or whatever. And, um, yeah, it happened. And we flew to um, uh, like a, a resort town in Colombia called uh, Santa Marta. And we what was her- Colombia like? Uh, it, was, it was cool. Like we started in Santa Marta. Like so that's a, like um, a big beach town, a lot of like huge uh, resorts and stuff like that, like really nice resorts and stuff. But we started, uh, we did a week downtown Santa Marta, which would be like downtown of any, um, like I'm sure downtown Tampa probably is not as picturesque as, you know, the okay. beach or whatever. So sure. it was like, it was like a this downtown area of this resort town. Um, and, uh, yeah, we did, we did, we rehearsed for a week and, uh, worked together and, um, you have a major role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'd never, like, I never really acted before. And, uh, yeah, it was great. It was super fun. And, uh, yeah, we shot, I think, so we rehearsed for a week, and then we shot, yeah, about, like, three and a half weeks or something like that in Columbia. It was, cr- I've never worked that hard. Like, crazy hours, and uh, but super fun. Did you get up and do a set in Columbia? <laughs> no, I didn't do a set. But I worked, the crew was half Colombian, and they were great. And they were, like, some of the people on the crew were, like, nominated for, like, Oscars that year and stuff like that, like, from the Colombian crew. Oh. And then there was, the other half was a Cana- was uh, from Canada. And uh, I didn't, it was so good to, I guess it had been so long since I hung around, a, like, a big group of people from Canada or whatever. So that was great. And, uh, yeah, it was really fun. And then we went back and shot for a couple of weeks in uh, Toronto. And I was born just outside of Toronto, so it was nice to be home. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually in Toronto next week doing, uh, there's like these like three festivals kind of back to back with, uh, Chad Daniels. Oh, no kidding. Hometown hero. Yeah. Isn't, isn't there a festival going on right now in Vancouver? Uh, I don't know if it started. There is the Vancouver festival. Maybe this is the first, yeah, you know what? I think this is the first weekend and then it also goes on to next week. I oh, think. okay. But, uh, I'll be in Ontario with, uh, with Chad, with Chad. Yeah. Which nice. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah. Have you, uh, he's got the new album out. That's you know kicking what? Ass. I'm, I keep. People know that uh, my Canadian friends and, and some of my friends in New York and, or whatever know that uh, that we're buddies. So I've gotten uh, numerous text messages raving about it. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's and, uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's killer. It I, I have not heard it yet. I'm, uh, I would, uh, but uh, I'm going to listen to it. I, I've, I've been really putting off putting the finishing touches on mine. So that's one of the things I'm like, I need to um, finish mine and my reward will be I'll, I'll sit down and. Listen to Chaz. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good but I'll motivation. definitely hear it. I'll definitely listen to it before I see him next week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just thought of this. I want to mention it to uh, the listeners of this podcast. Henry Phillips. You, you know Henry? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know him personally. I, I think we've met a couple, like maybe once or twice, but uh, I know he is uh, good friends with a lot of my friends. Yeah. 
and everyone raves about him. He's uh, he's a great guy, very funny, talented, and his new movie is fine is done. He did a sequel to Punching the Clown. I saw Punching the Clown. It was great. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, very cool. And now he's got a second one. I think it's just called uh, Punching Henry. Oh, yeah. I think that, that rings a bell. Yeah. And we're, and it's like, uh, you know, I, I thought of this actually when you were talking about, like, I don't know what's going on in town. New York has all this stuff. This is his movies uh, showing now in L.A. So people in L.A. are probably like, oh, oh cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know when it's going to get to uh, you know Minnesota, but I, eventually I'm sure it will. I'm sure. I read a thing. I think I just saw an ad or something for it, and the cast looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got tons of great comics. Yeah. Him. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. I have, so obviously, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that big time. Did you... Um how about oh here's the, here's something that you mentioned last time and I've been I don't know why maybe for all, my own personal interest um, you mentioned uh, meditation Are yes you, do you do that so yes I do yeah every day uh, yes yeah. yeah I meditate every day yeah how did you get started uh, I was just interested in it and uh, I've done like a bunch of different types over the years um, and uh, yeah I do TM. And it's good. I like it. It's, okay. It helps. Uh, it's like really because um, you get, t- especially on the road, like before I was traveling a ton or maybe bef- like before I, I did stand up, it, it was like good and it gives you like, you know, a boost or whatever mm-hmm. of uh, energy. But uh, now, yeah, on the road, like before a show or something like that, I don't know how. I would do with like it. Yeah, it's really helpful. That's when you you're back at the hotel hour before the show, two hours. That's when yeah you're... you med- yeah you meditate twenty minutes in the morning and twenty minutes in the evening. Oh okay yeah nice yeah. Joe Zimmerman was here last week. I was asking him about that. Oh, so, yeah. does Joe meditate? Uh huh. Oh, okay yeah uh, yeah. Joe's a funny dude. Yeah, I uh, I think I've mentioned this before, that but I haven't told you this. I got for a couple months ago as a gift. I got one of these things to go float. Oh, and wow. I'm excited I really wanna, yeah. and really nervous. No, I haven't done it oh, yet. Oh, I really want to do that. So that's in like, uh, it's like, do you know the detail? It's like water, right? That's like the same. It's like 98 degree water. The air and the water are the same temperature as your body. Okay. It's suppo- supposed to be. And then you're in like, it's like a capsule type thing. There are different ones. There, Yes, there are capsules and they're also like just small pools. So oh. they're a little less, you know. But it's like dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm into it. I'm, I'm really nervously excited. But you haven't done it, huh? No, I haven't done it. Yeah. But uh, I have friends that have done it and I would love to do it. Um, excuse me. Oh, I'm so sorry. But uh, there was a thing uh, that um, where uh, I was working. I was working on a on a on a friend's kind of show thing, and uh, in in an office, which is a uh, is a rare thing that I do, <laughs> being like an office building. But uh, in one of the floors below us, there was that. Uh, oh, I'm not going to be able to say the word, but you know where you like go high. I don't even want to embarrass myself and try to say the word, but you know where you go, it's like a little tank in your head. It's like a box and your head sticks up and it's like crazy cold. Okay. Athletes do it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I, just, friend, I don't know what it's called, but a friend of mine, yeah, did that recently. Okay. If I wasn't dyslexic, I'd be able to say it. What is it called, Eric? What? Hyper, hyperbaric? Barrick? Uh, I, yeah, it could be. But that, yeah, uh, there's one of those on the, it's supposed to be really good for your body or whatever. That looks a little intense for me. It's really cold. That's yeah, it's a crazy cold, and you do it for like 90 seconds or two minutes or something like that. You know what time of year it is in Minnesota right now? It's polar plunge season. Oh, yeah, that looks unpleasant. 
Right? Would you ever? I don't. I mean, there was a time. I, in I just my, don't think I. I. There was a time in my life where I would just do things like that just to um, for the experience. I guess I just felt obligated to. I don't know. I thought it was like part of having an interesting existence. <laughs> and then I remember there was a moment that uh, we were in a place uh, called Kingston, Ontario, which is a like a college town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of my friends went to school there and we were on this like crazy, it was like, um, it, I don't know what they were building, but it was like some crazy construction type site. And there was like rock face went really high. And then there was like this like pit that was filled with water and it was like deep water or whatever. But it was, I've, for some reason I feel like it was man-made. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I just picture it like that. We were partying a lot of the time, but um, <laughs> people were jumping off this like really high, and into the water. And I mean, I'm sure it was like safe and stuff like that. And I was on the edge and all my friends are jumping off. But it was high enough that like, you know, if you like, you know, did a belly flop or whatever, you could be injured. Or mm-hmm. like if you didn't point your feet, the bottom of your feet were going to be like painful or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was on the edge and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And I just and then from that moment on, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do these things. Like, I don't need okay. to. So like for that, like polar plant, like people are like, ah, it'll be fun. I'm like. Not for me. Like yeah. it's it won't be fun for me. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, yeah, I'll go, and I don't know. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I stopped doing those things. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't you... see the upside. No. Well, I mean, it, it, and you know, those polar plunges are often like you know a fundraiser for some sort of charity. Uh, give me, give me another uh, way to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll donate, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, can you think? What are you said? You started that by saying there's some things that you you would go for things. For example, you have examples of like of what instead of instead of getting to the edge and turning around. Yeah, what were some of the things? Oh, you, that I would actually just do. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I just you know, you're they're all you know maybe other like jumping off of high there, whatever, like whatever your friends are doing. You're like ah, this doesn't really appeal to me, but I'll you know give it a go or whatever. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. Bungee really. jump? Have you ever done that? No. No, but that would have been something that if everyone was doing, I would have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I've never like skydived or anything like that. Have you done that? No. Uh, but at, I one, feel- at one point, I really wanted to, and oh. now I'm, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I see, I never wanted to, but there was definitely a point where I would have. And now I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to do that. How about, like, I was in uh, uh, Jamaica last year, and the guys, you know, hitting us up to do their parasailing. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? None of that really. I would, I'd be like, I would be happy if someone else wanted to do that. But I'm sure I'd be be like, I'd rather just have like a like a beer at the bar. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have I have trouble trusting somebody that's you know trying to pitch me on an idea and get some money out of my pocket. You know who's barefoot on the beach you yeah, know what i mean like yeah dude you're way too laid back to be, take this seriously i don't yeah, know I, I yeah i don't uh yeah i don't know but there was a time where for sure i would have done that like i've done all those like uh, you know whatever but now i'm just like ah, yeah i'm cool just chilling mm-hmm. yeah how's um you're still a canadian uh um Citizen? Yeah, citizen. Yes. That's the word I'm looking for. I was going to say yeah, resident, but that's not the word I was but looking for. But I will, uh, I'll totally, I'm going to, I'm looking for, I will do my citizenship test in, uh, in the States in, I qualify, yeah, down, you know, fairly soon. Qualify? Yeah, you get, you. I get, know you got the green card. You get your green card and then uh, you have to wait like five years and then you can become a U.S. citizen. 
Holy cow! Do they stretch that out? Yeah. How, yeah. how how what would what would you have to do to like screw that up at this point? Is there anything? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm a solid citizen, so I don't need to worry about it. But um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you can screw up the citizenship test by not answering correctly. But I'll, yeah, I'll study my ass off. I'll get a tutor probably, and hopefully they'll make some type of. Wait, wait um, a minute. Is that going to be a? Tr- uh, you know what? I'm sure they'll make. I'm sure I can apply for some type of assistance. The. Because I, you know, cause it's like I'm sure it's a ton of reading and stuff like that. Yeah. So even in, when I was a kid, when in high school, I guess I wasn't a kid, but um, uh, when I, I would have like a teacher, when like big exams, I'd have I'd take it with a teacher and they would read it and I would tell them the answers. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, uh, you know, on your act, you talk about like I think in the half hour, there's a joke about like. Um, Riding, you know, in the short bus, uh-huh. <laughs> the back seat's not too far back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, did, was that? Did you really? I know you like you've described like you take you took like special ed classes. Yeah, I was in special ed. I would go. Was it a whole, was it the whole day? Yeah, or was it, it like hey, he's got reading class. So we're gonna send him to this different grades. Uh, I was in special ed. Different grades. I would be in entirely in special ed. And then I might be back in regular school for like a year, and then they would make me go back to special ed. Okay. Um, yeah, and so there was a couple of years where I took – my mom was so – like my mom knew that I wasn't uh, thrilled to take uh, the short bus to school. And uh, so she would drive me a fair amount, and I would skateboard. Then there was a, a school that I was supposed to take the short bus, but it was close enough I could skateboard, so I would skateboard to school. Oh, right on. But um, – because the problem – and I guess it's the, maybe it's the same. I've never taken a regular school bus to school, but maybe it's the same. But uh, it uh, it just take it was like takes like ninety minutes to get home. It's like a like a ten minute drive yeah. because you're going all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the short bus would be worse because it was kids from all over the city. And so it was like driving all over the place. So it's like you rolling home from school at like you oh, know it's probably spread out more. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was brutal. And here's what I want to ask you. Uh, do you maybe you don't even have an opinion on this, but like the, the system that you had to go through, like where you know because you had this disability and then you're like not in the same class with all your classmates. Yeah. Would you have if you could run that system? Would it be different? Oh yeah, it was shitty. It, it was, was worst. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, because they were like, what would you do differently? Uh, well, for one, I was like, because I was in special ed, because uh, I couldn't read. They put me in like, uh, what's the word, remedial. Hmm like math and stuff like that and i was like really good at math but then yeah they were just like so they didn't single things out he's good at this not good at this no it was like no yeah it was so terrible yeah it was awful and they wouldn't let me um take uh take music and stuff like that where i'm like it was so stupid because they're like oh here's a kid that can't read well let's encourage him to find something that he can do of course right uh, and that didn't happen no they they wouldn't let me i was like i want to take music so my mom would like you know um really come to the school and like campaign for me and stuff like that because they they would try to fail me like most years not when i was in special ed but if i was in regular class their solution would be like just keep them back or whatever and my mom would be like there's no way you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna keep him back because he's smart we just haven't pinpointed you know he clearly learns different uh-huh yeah. um yeah yeah no the system was, was the worst but i i feel like it improves and i feel like um i think now there are more options i don't think there like there's like different um school systems and stuff like that plus i i grew up in uh i i, I um i'm from a, a like a small suburb of toronto that's where i went to school and stuff like that i started comedy in vancouver and 
my family lives in Vancouver, so I kind of it definitely feels like my hometown. I haven't been to the city that I grew up in in you know years, but um, mm-hmm. it was like um, it's like uh, there wasn't a lot of options. You sure. know, so I remember my parents kind of like hummed and hawed if if I should go to like a private school in Toronto and stuff like that. And I I had you know friends and stuff that I just didn't want to be away from. So I uh, we just went to like a regular public school, and it was a good school. And I'm sure if you were a normal student that uh, learned normally, I'm sure it, you know it would be good. My yeah. friends are smart. Yeah, but um, yeah, it did not work for me, and and they were dicks a lot of the time. <laughs> that sucks. But then I got I got lucky my final year. Uh, and it only lasted one year where they had this program where I would go to one period of regular class and then I would have a one-on-one session kind of reviewing that class with, uh, he was a special ed teacher, but it'd be like one-on-one and I don't know where they got like, you know, obviously that's a lot of dough to do that for a student mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and it totally changed the results. I did well that year. It was a first ever I did well in kindergarten, and then I did well in my last year of high school. <laughs> uh, like that's really how it worked. Like, because oh that was crazy. The rest was just filler. It was it was just brutal. It oh. was bad, and oh. um, yeah. So, anyways, and then and then that program was like completely taken away. Oh. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that they've found out about um, dyslexia that I guess apparently you know we are good at certain things that other people aren't and then it's just it's basically we just learn differently mm-hmm. are there have you heard of other comics that have dyslexia uh, um uh i can't play i think i have i think i have people a lot of people say they're dyslexic like in the audience like it'll come up and be like i'm dyslexic and i'm like oh cool okay what do you do? They're like, I'm an English professor. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. It's, <laughs> might be a little more severe for me. I, I can't, like a reading, like a greeting card takes me like an hour and a half to read. So, yeah, it might be a little bit different than somebody who, like wrote their thesis and whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it is, I, I mean, I got to tell you, it's impressive, uh, you know, hear, like hearing you talk about all that and how school was and, you know, and, and how reading can mean struggle. And you've told told me in past podcasts here that, like, sending out a tweet can just be like, oh, the worst thing the for ass. you. Yeah. Right? Or, like, uh, for example, um, I'm, we're, I'm working on uh, something now and we're the my person that I'm writing with, we're back and forth, um, you know, with um, – there's, like, a, a, a group. There's, like, a, a chain email that's going on. Uh, that's uh you know there's like 14 people involved oh boy. on the thing or whatever so they're giving us information and i'm always like dude just sign it you and i like just say like thanks great keep us updated you know and um and he's and he's cool with that but then for some reason last night he like texted me he's like yeah i think we should both reply and i'm like are you serious <laughs> man so that's at like five o'clock yesterday and i finally got around to doing it um uh, like this morning, you know, I got when I got up this morning. So it's like he gets back right away, and then I'm like, you know, 14 hours later, I get back. But it's because I just don't like I never learned grammar or anything like that, and uh, it's fine. But I just it, it's just a pain in the ass. Like I'm gonna like Google like it's just a like it's five words, but it's like a it's a pain in the ass for me. Your comedy is a lot based on like. 
I mean, I'm telling this to you. I'm saying this to the listener. You know this. You know what your comedy is. Uh, it's kind of like a, you know, like you're playing with words quite a bit in your um, comedy. Yeah, and I and I write. I mean, I'm 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 working on a couple of scripts right now. I write. I can like dialogue and stuff like that. I'm fine with. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's weird. I'm not like sometimes you meet a comic and they're like, yeah, I haven't haven't written anything down in nine years. And you're like, oh really? I write everything down. You do. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's just in my nature to make things as much of a pain in the ass for me as possible <laughs> or what but yeah i do i'm someone that writes down you do yeah like i've, I've very few jokes in my act that i'll like maybe if something's new it'll just be um it it'll it'll be it, it'll part most of it'll be written down but by the time it would be like by the time i record my next album everything would have been uh written down at some point okay. and figured out and okay yeah maybe i should this word should go here or you know whatever i could like be, excuse me, more concise if I take this out or uh, sure. replace this or whatever. Chad, uh, you mentioned Chad Daniels, our buddy. He was here uh, not too long ago, and he mentioned something about when he th- we talked about when he throws in like tries out the new stuff during uh-huh. a set here, like at Acme. Yeah. What do you have a philosophy on? What was his? He's so good. What was his? He said he just kind of does it in the middle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, yeah, I would do that. I would do it. I would do it um, more in the middle. Or if the audience is hot, sometimes you just get an idea and you just kind of try to run with it a little bit. Okay. Uh, Like, you know, just start tagging something. But uh, yeah, I would, I would, um, and my style is so short, like Chad's is is longer or whatever. That's true. So I can kind of sneak something. I feel like I can sneak something in and then get out of it. Abort quickly mm-hmm. if it's uh, if it's not uh, going well. I gotcha. Did you uh, did you have a chance or even interest in looking at stuff like that? Um, Rolling Stone did this top fifty stand up comics. Did you see this? Simply, uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would. Yeah, it's totally interesting. I um, that is like that just reeks of me should be working on something and procrastinating. Like okay. where you're just like. And I'm I'm getting a lot better with uh, putting my phone on the other side of the room or whatever. That's been coming up a lot on this podcast as well. Really? Yeah, about like uh, avoiding just, you know, b- being more on task or like not getting caught up in, you know, social media and what's going on with, you know, it's the, so, the world. Just all the shit. Oh, like, God. is it better just oh, to put it away? It, well, I mean, first off, if you go to Huffington Post or CNN or, or you know, whatever uh, – News site. I mean, every forty-five minutes since January, there's something nutty going. Like something, a headline where you cannot not read it or mm-hmm. whatever. You know. Um, but and I'm. I think because um, it's just pictures. I love. Um, I'm a bit like I love scrolling through Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, that's a waste of time. <laughs> it's really a total waste. <laughs> it's such a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, but I do it, you know, like I scroll through Instagram to the point where I'm like, get to where I left off. You know, I get to the like, last time. Man. Yes. Uh huh. So uh, it's funny. They, <laughs> there was just a thing. I guess Nokia is like re-releasing like their old school phones. Like a flip phone? Not a flip phone. It's like that. It's actually a really cool design that like classic Nokia like. Oh, just the where the buttons are on the front. And yeah. It's got the little small screen. Yeah. 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 And yeah. if I, I would love to do that and just have that during the day 
like if I could get it with the same number, I don't know. Maybe that's like the easiest thing in the world that I'm, but I, I would love to do that. Cause uh, yeah, I check my phone a lot when you're, cause you're just in a hotel room going like, it's like, there's no one checking in. You know what I mean? So right. you're just kind of dicking around, but um, I'm getting better. I'm yeah. getting better at putting my phone somewhere else. Okay. Cause it's just a waste of time and it's draining. Just like scroll, I think, I don't know, especially for me for reading, you know, if I'm like reading a long article on my telephone, that's, I don't know. I was just doing that last night and my iPad was on the table next to me. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should switch over. Uh, Yeah. Might be a little easier on my eyes for one thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, so you haven't looked at that, um. Oh, 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 getting back to your thing. Yeah. Yes. I was procrastinating and I just went through it very quickly. You did. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of, like, our, you know, lists like that? I mean, ranking comics, you uh, know? I mean, just... Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, does anyone... I mean, some of them are like, yeah, that's obvious or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if anyone takes those uh, as gospel, you know? I mean, Let's I Let's say they did one... Um, 50, uh, 50 best uh, New York-based comics... Like, uh-huh. Would you be like, I better fucking make this list? Uh, I think, I mean, uh, I think the cool thing to say would be like, oh, I don't give a shit, man. But I think you would want to see your list. I think you'd want to see your name, you know, appear or whatever. I mean, you're in show business. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't, wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, uh, like, I don't think it would ruin my day if, 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 it, if it did. You wouldn't quit comedy? <laughs> no, but you're going to look. I mean, there's no way you're going to see best 50 comedians of all time. There's no way if you're a comic, you're not going to. Uh, peruse that list, right? You know, right. Uh, some of um, some of your contemporaries are on here. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 not, I mean, not to. Um, you're going to look at it just because you're like, you know, you want to see, uh, you know, where Seinfeld is and and you know where you know Chris Rock is, and you know Pryor is going to be number one, but you want to see, you know. Yeah, exactly. Did you recognize all the names? Uh, I think so. I mean, I, I went through it so quickly, and I was so filled with guilt that I wasn't doing the task that I was supposed <laughs> to be doing that I didn't really look at it. I like um, Roll. I, I like Rolling Stone uh, magazine, so uh, hopefully they'll publish it too. I'll read it. A okay. Bit there. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to point out that you know one of the things that we discussed last time you were in town is that you had just gotten off the road opening for Aziz, mm-hmm. who did make this list. Yep. Yeah, I saw Aziz for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, very cool. His uh, SNL monologue was great. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. Yes, yeah. you yeah. liked it. Uh, yeah, I watched him work on it. Uh, he worked it out uh, at the cellar. At the cellar. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then he added a bunch of things because it was the day. It was like a monumental day to do uh, the monologue. Yeah, it was crazy. It was the, all it was, the marches. Going it was on. the first thing after the election. Uh, and it was um, the women's march was that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, I thought he, I thought he did a great job. I thought he, he, he really, and he had a, bu- he had like some, uh, just some riffs about the day and the march and stuff like that. I yeah. thought it was great. And the whole episode, uh, I thought was really funny. Yeah. Oh, very cool. That's got to be awesome. Being able to like get the behind the scenes, know the guy that's doing it, and then watch it. Yeah, I mean, like someone like Aziz, uh, it's, it's, it's. Well, any anyone that were you know, because we're I'm talking about like you know self discipline and being in a hotel room and not reading the fifty top comics when you're you know mm-hmm. try, trying to put together a set list for that night or yeah. write a new joke or whatever. Um, 
and uh, yeah, someone that you see that that works really hard. Uh, it's and, obvious you know, that he works has, hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a, he's like a, you know a hardworking dude, and and uh, you know, and and prolific, and uh, any of you know. Um, when you get to, you know, see, see that and, uh, yeah, it's, it makes, it's, you need, I think you need that. And that for me, that's like a big, cause it, it is a pain in the ass to move from Canada to New York, to New York city. Mm-hmm. And it's just a pain in the ass to kind of like to get a place in New York, all those things. And, uh, that's a big thing is that, um, yeah, you get to, you get to uh, see these people that, you know, that really work really hard and, you know, that are like, you know, trying new stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. It's inspiring. Let me check. Holy cow. We've been doing this for an hour. Oh, really? I'm going to cut you free. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, we could do three more. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you loose here. Um, is there, but is there anything else we should be mentioning? The, uh, you got, you, you Please, gonna, when, uh, I don't know the release date and stuff like that, but see um, Sundowners when it comes out, and uh, hopefully it'll do like the festivals and stuff like that. Okay. But it's called Sundowners, and it's a, it's a comedy. Yeah, when you, if you're... It, a dark comedy. It, dark comedy. Yeah. Okay. When you search Google for Sundowners movie, there is an old movie named Sundowners. No way, really? That info comes up for first. Uh, yeah. It was cool when we did, uh, so we were shooting in Columbia, and uh, I got really close to everybody, like the actors and the crew and stuff like that. And uh, I left when I, I had a corporate gig in uh, Dallas. And I left, I had, to, like, that was the one, like, I couldn't not do it, you know, I wanted to do it and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So they let me leave the movie to do that. And uh, it was in this cool, I should know the name of it, but it's like a cool old uh, Dallas uh, music venue where a lot of, you know, people had played and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And the bar next to it was called Sundowners. Oh! Which was just, yeah, just a crazy, yeah, crazy uh, uh, coincidence. Yeah. yeah, meant to be. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Well, um, people need to come out and see your shows. I know you're working with uh, Robert Brill and Shannon Paul this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun shows. Oh, does this come out immediately? Yeah. Oh, yeah, come to Acme. This is this is a, a weekend I look forward to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people could maybe hear it in the next few hours. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Right on. All right. Thank you, Phil. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, I, uh, I yeah, I love playing this club, and I also really uh, enjoy doing your podcast. So thanks, thanks for man. having me. Thank you. There we go. Boom, bang, boom. That flew by. Yeah, that was great, man. Thanks, dude. You're really.